0: We trying to behave ourselves on the story. But y'all know what we thinking right now.
1: <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra
2: energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. I you can use, <laughs> tell them to we'll sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking.
0: TGIF. everybody, welcome to TGIF. I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan, and this is the Friday's edition of our show. I'm back with two of the most fabulous men in the business. And we're here to break down all the hot topics and all the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So go ahead and get you a drink. Get you something to sip on because we're going to be sipping on some tea. All right, now, please (laughs) welcome (laughs) multimedia personality and talk show host who Al and I do suspect he may be a uh,
1: A gentleman
0: (laughs) gentleman of the night. (laughs) All these goddamn male callers every Tuesday and Thursday. Monkey, oh, lady of the night, Don eva what's, what's
2: going on? Yes, lady. I was a harlot in a past life. Okay, but I'm gonna stop telling y'all my business because y'all not gonna keep using my business against me and, and embarrassing me in front of capacity.
0: <laughs> Al, we're embarrassing him now. Right,
2: we're embarrassing.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay, all right. Please welcome Al Reynolds, who is fresh uh, brand strategist Al Reynolds, who stays on the road. Uh, you have another blurred background, so that's another hotel room, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, wait, but you can't but, talk about nobody in a hotel
2: room. And Q, don't be, you start? Q, I'll don't the you, st- gentlemen <laughs> of the night? <laughs> you are, <a> boy. <laughs> Since the inception of this show, my background has always been the same. Hey, That's called a house call, boy. Hey, y'all. Are
0: album, boy. <laughs> That's well, called an in call. <laughs> well, but he has that virtual one, so he can really be at some guy, some married guy's right. house doing exactly. a show, and we wouldn't even know. Wait a minute. Oh. And
1: he, had another, he had another caller last night. He had
2: another caller last night.
0: What's going on with you, Q? Is there a void you're trying to fill that gets filled every Tuesday and Thursday night?
2: Maybe. You might be on to something. Listen, listen. I'm single I'm cute I got a little bit of change My credit good I'm Uh-oh. young I ain't got no kids I got a nice place on the water Why can't I enjoy a few gentlemen callers?
0: What's a few? Well,
2: few is like five or six <laughs> you, you You're a little bit higher than a few Put it this way I'm dating Okay That's fair. They say you, you are gotta kiss a lot of toads in order to find your prince. So I'm just out here kissing toads.
0: Are you gonna find a prince by a dumpster behind the bar with a
2: Because
0: <laughs> 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 we see you're getting to <laughs> what y'all drinking on what? We on your business. What you drinking on?
2: Uh all you know what? By the time we are all said and done, we are going to have the most sickening sponsorship dollars. From Publix Supermarket, because once again, I am drinking Publix Sweet Tea, this time mixed with Publix Lemonade.
1: All
0: right, okay. Publix. That's a Arnold Palmer, right? That's a Arnold Palmer. In Miami, we call it a flop. Okay. You need to tag them on these posts, like on this show. I should. Yeah, that's a good idea. Al, what you drinking on? You still on them hotty toddies? Uh, <laughs> no, I,
1: I'm 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 having water tonight. <laughs> you okay, Al? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I already shared with you guys. I did my screening today, so I, I was, um, I did my colon cancer, colonoscopy, uh, prostate cancer, all of that because of what's going on with my brother. So
2: I figure I better hydrate. So that booty just got mad. <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> it that. Makes
0: well, that makes two of you.
1: All right, moving on. <laughs> it's hot topics here. I can't stay, y'all. I swear to
0: God. <laughs> All right, y'all. Oh. That kind of show. All right, uh, according oh. to TV, Travis Scott, is working on a new safety protocol alongside national leaders, which aims to improve safety measures at public gatherings. Sources close to the situation told TMZ that Travis has spent the last few weeks meeting with leaders from the United States Conference of Mayors to get the plan in motion. Now, the USCM. Uh, which lobbies for the interests of more than 1,400 cities, is reportedly helping Travis form a committee to create a safety report for future shows to follow. So he seems like he's trying to put in some work. Do y'all think this is a uh, Chris Jenner behind uh, working behind the scenes to kind of help with this, this I mean, Olivia it, Pope moment? It's
2: definitely an Olivia Pope uh, fixed job or whatever, mm. but I mean, this is what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Y'all would have been mad as hell with him. If y'all was to see Travis Scott go Christmas shopping right now for stock and stuffers, the media would have a field day with him. Um, this is what you're supposed to do. So, you know, for, for me, there really is no story here. Um, um, you know, this is what he's supposed to do. This is how you redeem yourself. and 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 this is what will help him blow over. Hopefully now he don't do like the baby. And in three months, four months, Abandon these folks and abandon their committee. Travis, go to the meetings, get on the Zoom call <laughs> and give the people their money if you said you're gonna donate.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Al, what do you think about this move?
2: Yeah,
1: you know, this is what we talked about, guys. And you know, I've been hard on Travis and I've been on hard on him for a reason. This is what I'm talking about. Now I can get behind Travis. I'm not saying it's time for him to be back on stage, but it's this type of repair in his branding that he needs. Uh, it's what 1900 different mayors, tourism directors are on this board. They're going to come up with a protocol of how to handle concerts and large crowds in the cities all around the country. It just makes sense. And this is the type of press that he needs to be leaning into instead of, you know, trying to be on the stage at Coachella. But you know what, guys, do y'all remember? I was just thinking about this. Claudia, I know you do. I don't know about funky, but do y'all remember when Puff Daddy had those nine uh, individuals that died at that stampede that died when he did it at uh, the City College in Harlem? Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not in Harlem, but I'm in New York City tonight. And it just brought I brought that up because nine people died at that. Remember, I think it was boys to men. Uh, uh, who else was it? Heavy D, because you remember Heavy D was high then, Big Daddy Kane and Puff Daddy, and they were expecting 2,700 people, but 5,000 people showed up and nine people died. So this could also be an opportunity for Puffy and, and, and um, Travis to lean in and, and, and inviting him to be a part of that board.
0: I agree. You know, like you said, Q, uh, damned if you do, damned if you don't. He does it. Oh, you just trying to pull a fast one and and, and do media, you know, address the media and, and fix your image. If he doesn't do anything, he's a villain. I don't know what people want from him. Like, what, what's what been done is done. So what do you do now moving forward other than try to stop it from happening again? Yeah. And again, yeah, uh, Al, to, to your point, no one even talks about Diddy's uh, situation. You know he was.
2: Yeah, a- yeah, no, I, I mean I think Diddy probably say, "Uh, uh-uh, I don't live through that. Let me stay." <laughs> All
1: right. On, well, that was thirty years ago. Yeah. I think the best part about this for Travis is him taking responsibility and flipping the story so that he can make a difference and an impact in a situation that led to the left the lives of mm-hmm. ten people. I feel much better now, and 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 maybe you know, this will help him.
0: All right. Well, speaking about this family, the streets are saying that Kanye is uh, not ready to cut ties from Kim Kardashian. But Kim's recent court filings show that she's serious about ending their relationship, their marriage, and she's not likely to look back. Someone close to Kim Yeh uh, told an outlet that Ye is willing to fight for his marriage. They say he won't allow anything to stand between him and his family, including court documents. Should Kanye let it go or is this what you're supposed to do when you're in love with your wife?
2: you know i i definitely will say ladies out there um what kanye is demonstrating right now is what it looks like when a man wants you okay when a man wants you he gonna let you know he wants you unfortunately uh kim has moved on because we also know once a woman gets to a point where she don't step out with another man and is being seen with them publicly um her stuff probably looking about as mangled as Al's is because they say, Pete, just you know, they say, Pete, got it going on. You, you better see um, so, so. At this point, you know, Kanye, that thing belonged to somebody else. Um, don't you don't do it. it. it, it, it it's I'm saying
0: he's one to talk. We, we've been, talking I know, right?
1: <laughs> you know, he's wearing an adult diaper. Whoa! <laughs> no, we're not going. We're not going to have that type of show. But you know what I think is interesting. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm about to be messy. But why would anyone want to follow behind Pete Davidson anyway? He looked like a zombie to me. He looked like he's on meth or something. I don't know that I would want Kim back <laughs> after she's you know been canoodling with him. But it's quite clear Kim Kim is serious about this. Kim wants her name back. And she wants his name gone, and she wants to be single, and she's becoming a lawyer. She passed that test. I I, 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 I'm sensing that Kim has had enough, and I think Kanye probably needs to move on.
0: I hate to be superficial, but we got. I, I got to revisit. I got to join you on this. Pete Davidson is very much giving an anemia, anemia. It's very much sickle cell. It's giving (laughs) low low blood sugar. It's giving low, you know, white blood cell count. It's giving sickly. It's giving no sleep, smudge (laughs) mascara. But you know what? With all that being said, he makes her laugh and he got a big old thing. So, you know, that's all. I mean, she good. She going to take that anemic anemic looking zombie. Yeah, I mean. With that blonde hair and the dark roots. Okay, mm-hmm. all right.
2: I hope she keeps some penicillin nearby. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is that she's like, I don't want this West name anymore. That's huge. When a woman says that, it's over. Well, yeah, she stepped out of public with a new man. She's done.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and to her defense, she tried. She didn't give up easily. She, she was no, with she a lot of the nonsense. All right. Speaking of trying, we got to get into this uh, Holly Madison story. Mm. She's now opening up about her love life and her time at the Playboy Mansion and uh, talking about the first time she had sex with Hefner, something she now labels as traumatic. On the Power uh, Hugh Hefner podcast, Madison said that she was wasted that night and that he was literally pushed on top of me. And after it happened, I was just mortified and embarrassed and it had way more of an emotional impact on me than I thought it could. What are your thoughts on her comments? And it wasn't a one-time thing. You did this for years. You were with them right. I used to see them around LA all the time. And they, you, not only were you screwing him, it was with other women too. And y'all yeah, was getting $2,000 a month. Okay.
2: Um, I'm not here for any of this. Yeah. I, I'm not here for any of it. I don't like it. The man is dead. Um, anybody who entered his harem of women, you knew what time it is. Mm. I'm gay. And I know if I got an invitation around there from you, okay, he wanted to carry me upstairs and leave me looking like Al after his colonoscopy and his cancer screening. Okay, no, like Holly, no. And everything you're doing right now is just, in my opinion, is dead ass damn wrong. You reaped the benefits of it. You liked it. The fame, the money, the attention, the TV shows, the notoriety, being his main girl. You liked it for years and years and years and years. Now that you, now that the man is dead, he dumped your ass. The money train ain't no longer coming through. Now you want to come and do this whole press circuit of traumatization and all this type of stuff. I'm not here for it. Let sleeping dogs lie. You had a good run. Leave that man be. Uh, What do you think about this? I mean, I agree
1: with Funky on this one
2: You know, the the sad part about this Is
1: I listened to that interview And she almost insinuated That she was sexually abused Like almost as if she was raped And I I didn't like that at all Because like Funky said Look, Stevie Wonder could see that Hugh Hefner was what he was about He was a pimp, he was a playboy You know when you went to that mansion What it was going to be She knew, she even said that you know, she knew what was going to have to go down, but she didn't know it was going to happen that night. I just thought it was in poor taste for her to now, you know, make it seem like she was taken advantage of. I, I I don't support it.
0: It's frustrating to hear these stories as a woman. It absolutely is. Right. I have had conversations with my friends about our my experience, their experiences and things that we've all been through in life where there was a real actual assault that happened. And then these people, I feel like everyone wants to be a victim now because there's money in that. And there's Money a in internet, and there's a platform with that you can't you know it's like oh you were hurt you were traumatized everybody want to be oppressed and they want to be abused now mm-hmm. and right. I, again I saw them around L A we all saw them around L A we saw them in the press all the time and they proudly we're kind of flaunting this mm-hmm. polygamous relationship in our face like they were with it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah it may very well have been gross having sex with them but again like you said I'll, you wait till he's dead to to, to talk right. about this. Mm-hmm. And, and I just feel like every time these stories come out, you take away from the real victims victim. of sexual assault and rape. And right. it does sound gross. It does sound like right. a horrific experience, but you did it from for years. Yeah. I right. mean, and it
2: is gross. Listen, I mean, and, and, and this may sound ignorant and I may catch backlash for whatever. I just think it's almost unnatural for anybody 21 years old to want to lay up with some decrepit, crib (laughs) keeper penis okay with that wrinkly oh don't nobody want that old crispy piece of bacon laying on top of them huffing and puffing and breath smelling like geritol and metamucil (laughs) don't nobody want that you was in it for the money you liked it um and you knew what time yes it was repulsive you know what i'm saying but you knew that there was a payday on the other end of it so you dealt with it
0: and they really weren't making much money. I heard that the other two girls, it was like two. Their their money was like two thousand a month. I think she got a little bit more because she was like the top, the, the top B, whatever you want to call it. But ugh.
2: and it just goes to show you, fame is one hell of a doggone drug. Like people yeah. forget the fame, give me the check. But just to say that they were affiliated with Playboy and they were his main girl, do you, baby, you could have made more money being an assistant manager at McDonald's.
1: Uh, <laughs> we got to go to commercial, y'all. <laughs> yeah, let's take a quick
0: break before we end up working at McDonald's. We'll be back right,
1: with, <laughs> right after this.
0: <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. I'm joined by Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Now, listen, uh, fellas, Boosie, our favorite rapper, is wanting to know. If Sweetie's butt is real. After watching Sweetie's viral twerk video, he tweeted, is Sweetie's ass real? Because that motherfucker be moving like ain't no BBL been done back there. I got to keep it a hundred. That shit be going crazy back there. And young Miami, y'all killing the twerking game. It's good to hear rappers use their platforms for important issues in society. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Boosie's tweet?
1: <laughs> i'm gonna let i'm gonna let q have this oh, one because yeah, no, i don't even like one because uh he was being facetious right like, he was None. joking right i, think,
2: no, I he, think he was being for real i i, I just oh, don't okay. like him okay and everything that come out of his mouth just annoys my spirit um but I love Sweetie. So, you know what? I'll, I'll talk about Sweetie. Sweetie okay. is giving the girls what they want with the twerk game. And um, he lied about young Miami. I'm from Miami and the city girls cannot dance to say they damn life. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, Sweetie got it going on. I don't think Sweetie got no BBL. And, and I think that's actually part of what makes Sweetie so likable that she is not. um a cookie cutter cut out of the other girl. She didn't go to the Dr. Miami and get the body and get the face and yada, yada, yada. She's just a Bay area chick having fun. And that's why I love her.
0: I like her too. I like her a lot. I think she's doing a big thing in Miami for New Year's Eve. Oh, they cute. Mm, mm-hmm. nice. All right, y'all, moving on. The Biden administration announced that student loan repayments will resume at the top of 2022. Now, for almost two years, millions of Americans were given reprieve from their student loan payments because of the economy and the pandemic. So according to Forbes, uh, President Biden has helped to cancel $12.5 billion in student loan debt for about 640,000 borrowers since he became president. Much of that student loan uh, forgiveness went to uh, students that are disabled disabled. Or to colleges uh, whose campuses closed due to unforeseeable circumstances like the pandemic. Do you think there will ever be a day that all student loan debt will be canceled for good? And do you think it should or not? You
2: know, Biden is coming up under a lot of um, scrutiny about this student loan stuff because people really are feeling bamboozled, baited, and switched. Okay, when you ran publicly and you wanted our vote you didn't just want disabled people's votes okay you didn't and you did not announce out loud the nuance of what the forgiveness program would be. You had everyday working class, regular people thinking that they would get some type of student loan forgiveness and don't get me wrong. I definitely think aid and assistance should be given to disabled people, but disabled people are not the only people who make up this economy and who are struggling. Everyday working class people who are able-bodied are struggling and I think that only giving it to disabled people was enough to say i fulfilled my campaign promise when in all actuality you did not them uh them bastards sent me that email in november <laughs> talking about my payments was going to resolve in january and um i politely Email they asked back and said we're going to send me the forbearance papers because i have not paid i have not made a student loan payment since 2007 and i have no intentions on making one january 1st of 2022 you better go get it from afghanistan eight trillion dollars sound familiar to the government you better go get it from afghanistan because i ain't got it you
0: you you got money. You the got girls, money, hey, boy. Hey,
2: let, me, let me tell you something. They better come <laughs> repossess
1: this. You degree. know what? You do need money back for your, your degree. They better, come, they, better come,
2: they better come repossess this degree. They, 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 can, they can have it. They can have that degree back. They can, they can have this damn degree. I always tell people, whoever thought a $16 Party City wig would have been worth more than my college education. They, they can have this damn degree.
0: Uh, what do you well, think
1: we we got to be fair, though. We got to be fair with Biden. Like Claudia said, he it wasn't just disabled people. It was twelve point five billion dollars. But this is what I want everybody to know. Like, seriously, uh, if you pay pay close attention to what he's saying, he is willing to do student loan forgiveness legislation up to ten thousand dollars for any and everybody that has um that has college debt. Now, the reason why this is important is because. If, we, if this is received by Congressman and the bill is put on his desk, he said that he will sign it. So, all soulmates, let me tell you what you need to do. If you're in this situation where you've gone to college and you have debt, get a pen and piece of paper. You, you call 202-224-3121. That's 202-224-3121, and, and, and get your congressman or Congresswoman to uh, vote to pass this bill. And he promised that if they pass the bill, he will sign the legislation and everyone will immediately get $10,000.
0: And I'm thinking okay. everyone thinks that he can just strike the pen, whip the pen out and just say, oh, no debt for everybody. No, he's got to
2: work Congress has. That that's, that's right, Congress has to know? pass it. Here's one thing I want to add to that. Um, don't get me wrong. And I don't want to look a gift horse in its mouth. And I don't want to sound ungrateful ten thousand dollars is not enough it's mm-hmm. not enough i i owe 60 50 and 60 is the same damn number it's the well same this is just the first number. wave
1: though this is a, the first wave though funky i so think, so it's think it's the first a, it's so the first you, step you we it's the first gonna
2: get a second wave
1: well i think you might i mean we don't know we didn't know we were going to get the third this is actually a third wave so listen we can try if he said that he will sign it, if we if we do it, then let's get the money. I'm not going to turn $10,000 away because mine well, is more well, than yeah. yours.
2: Here is, here is my thing. Since you have a better understanding of how the government stuff works, why was it then so easy for him to get it passed for the disabled people and not just for the general, Why whatever statute or rules or process that he went through to get it passed for disabled why wasn't that just offered to
0: everyone i'll tell you why because right now he has two democratic senators that are behaving as republican operatives they are making right. a <laughs> point to not advance his agenda to
1: advance any of failed, his agenda to, right. make look,
0: to look like a failed presidency and they are right. they are blue senators in red states so they have to kind of move like republicans in layman's terms right That's so they're right. like we can't show that we're reckless with like they, they can give mu- a little bit to disabled, but they have a real issue with giving money away to able-bodied people, whether you're struggling mm. or not, they don't, they don't, they're not here for it. Except under President Trump, they were okay with two trillion dollars of tax relief to the top two, three, four percent of the country. But they didn't have a problem back then. They all went with it because cinema, Miss Cinema in Arizona, she is a direct beneficiary, I think, of the pharmaceutical industry. Death. I think. And, and so,
1: mm, yeah,
0: so they, right. they, they, they're doing stuff that benefits themselves. Manchin is down there in West Virginia and he is doing what Republicans want him to do, pretending to be a Democrat, okay. in my humble opinion.
1: Yeah. Thank goodness for Schumer and, and Warren. <laughs> Thanks goodness for Schumer and Warren. That's why you got this initial twelve point five billion. And we're hoping to push this ten thousand, which is going to be a couple of. Up uh, you know, a couple of another billion because there's so many of us out here with student debt.
0: I don't want to break this down real quick before the next topic. I I, I think that uh, Biden thought when I had the majority that my Democratic Senate was going to rock with my agenda. And when they got in, they kind of they pulled a switch and bait on him. So he mm-hmm. can't fulfill a lot of his promises that he did think in good faith that he mentions his boy. You know right. what I mean? So it's not all on him. I think he gets a, a bad rap on some of the stuff. I really do. All right. All right. But good conversation. We're going to talk more. We'll keep out. We'll definitely keep talking about this. All right. Moving on real quick. Uh, according to reports, Wendy Williams son, Kevin jr. Gave his mom some tough love. Apparently a source close to the family claimed, uh, Wendy's relationship with Kevin jr. Has been strained and he gave her an ultimatum. He told her he won't be in her life unless she fixes herself. The source also said the relationship has been really rocky for years and uh, he's been giving her tough love. Um, <sighs> Wendy, what are your thoughts on Wendy's son saying this and, and putting this out there that, you know, basically get it together or I'm all, or I'm not going to be here for you?
2: Well, listen, yeah. you know, catch these teas. What's for her to get together? I thought she was out because she had early onset dementia and lymphedema. You see what I'm saying? That's why I, all, and, and COVID, she, you know what I'm saying? Like at first it was COVID. Then it was her lymphedema acted up. Then it was early onset dementia. Then she's in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the Graves uh, disease as well. The, the Graves disease acting mm-hmm. up. Your son doesn't give you an automate, an for Graves disease. You have no control over that. Your son doesn't give you an ultimatum over lymphedema. You know, I always thought from the beginning and I don't want it to be true but that Wendy had relapsed. And I'm sorry, I read the article and you know, alcohol, alcohol is a pretty uh, way to wrap it up. Cause oh, alcohol abuse, everybody got alcohol abuse or whatever, whatever. but I honestly feel as if Wendy was coming unraveled as, of that st- as a result of that stuff with Kevin and Sharina and she went back to her old ways. And I think that is what I have watched enough intervention <laughs> on Andy to know what it is when your loved ones give you that ultimatum. And that's because Wendy has fallen on onto oh, so a funny. damn lymphedema.
0: Makes sense. <laughs> Al, what do you think about this?
1: You know, this woman has talked about me for 20 years. She has held her foot on my neck for years. But I have to tell you, I, I, I guess I just have a soft spot in my heart because she never had one for me. This is heartbreaking. You know, this is just heartbreaking to me. And it's very telling because uh, little Kevin took the side of his mother when the divorce happened with big Kevin remember they got into that altercation because he said little Kevin said you're mistreating my mother so we know it has nothing to do with that this is just to me it's it's a telltale that we don't need to know what she's going through because obviously we know what she's going through um and it's just sad this is just so sad to me that your only son the only person that you got left in your family your mother's gone right you, you know, your husband's gone with another woman. The only person that you have left is now saying, mom, either you get it together or I'm leaving too, which leaves her all by herself. Now, the compassionate side of me does say Wendy has gone through divorce. She's gone through the death of her mother. She's battling whatever disease she claims she has. She needs to take this time off and she needs to recalibrate so that, you know, she can come back and she needs to make sure that she keeps her son in has in her life. So she got to fix
0: this. What a devastating couple of years for Wendy, though. Is yeah. That, I mean, that would yeah. break the, the average person. I mean, and then have to have live this out loud in front of everybody to comment right. on and laugh at and be like, well, that's what you get for you talking about people. But that's her job. She lost her husband. She lost her. She's losing her show as we speak. Every All her friends are gunning to take her place and publicly tweeting about pick me to be on your show. And like everyone mm-hmm. wants it, wants her job. And then some of them are doing good jobs at it.
2: Listen, y'all, I'm not, I'm not doing the poor, I'm not doing the poor Wendy thing with y'all. Um, Wendy ain't, Wendy ain't went through nothing. There ain't no other, uh, grown person. That's
1: gone. Marriage is right.
2: in. I'm an orphan. I lost, I lost both of my parents by the time I was 36 years old. Okay. Um. And I'm surviving, and I ain't got no man, and, and, and ain't had one since I was
1: 23. <laughs> you and got plenty of gentlemen callers it out. Like, you no you, know, you know, pe- people <laughs> get no
2: sympathy either. People get heartbroken and cheated on every day of the week. Parents die every day of the week. Now, don't get me right. wrong. Some of us handle it otherwise. But regardless of those situations, Wendy has a problem that exists independent of her divorce In her mama dying. And it's just unfortunate that she's tarnished her entire legacy overnight with this BS.
0: People do go through those things every day, but we're not even close to how the level of fame and the level of trolls that come from her neck every day. And I'm I think she reads it. And Mm. I don't know, I still feel bad for her. I still feel bad for her.
2: Wendy has been in this business long enough to know how to cope
0: you can't tell someone how to cope
2: though you've been in the business long enough to know how to cope <laughs> i'm gonna tell the two of you again we got to go to commercial y'all
0: <laughs> We're gonna take a quick commercial break and with uh with, with l and heartless ass we'll be back welcome back to tgif shout out to the soulmates in the chat hanging with us with there was some technical technical issues but we are back so please go ahead and flood the comment section of our youtube page and uh Get us caught up and let's see what you got to say, because that's a whole show in itself. The soulmates in the comments on YouTube, we see y'all. All All right, y'all. Did you know that even an okay credit score can cost you 100 grand over the life of a 30-year home loan? Well, that's why you should use ScoreMaster before you apply for any loan. ScoreMaster can take a credit score from okay to great fast. The average user adds 61 points in 20 days or less. Now, recent COVID surges will probably keep interest rates low for now. And adding 61 points to your score could really save you thousands on a home loan, but those rates are going to go up soon. So before you apply, visit scoremaster.com, where you may add points to your credit score super fast. And then you can maintain and protect your credit score with 24-7 credit monitoring and $1 million fraud insurance. It only takes minutes to enroll, see your points, get on track, and get more points and qualify for the lowest home rates. Visit scoremaster.com slash T that's scoremaster.com slash T and get started today. We'll be right back with more show right after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Give us some flames up in the comment section on YouTube. So we know you there, you in the house and you still rocking with us. I see Amanda Thomas says funky bunch and uh Billy Burton says, couldn't see. S H I T on uh YouTube until now. Okay, cool. We back. We back we back. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Uh, A Louisiana judge is facing calls to resign after being caught using the infamous word that they all want to use secretly. But then when they get caught saying it, they say I was on drugs. I was hurt. I was bothered. I was drunk. I didn't mean it. I'm so sorry. Yes, to use the N word. Now, while watching security footage of a black male attempting to break into a judge. Michelle Audnett's house, Audnett alongside other family members, can be clearly heard using the word. Take a look. They're like, pull up, pull up. And And mom's yelling. (laughs) Okay, we couldn't really hear much of that, but all right. Anyway, she blames her foul language on sedatives. Which she claimed to have started taking following the burglary attempt. The judge stated, anyone who knows me and my husband knows this is contrary to the way we live our lives. I'm deeply sorry and ask for your forgiveness and understanding. As my family and I deal with the emotional aftermath of this armed burglary, it wasn't my fault I took drugs. What are your thoughts on the story and do you think the sedatives made her say racist things?
2: I have one trigger in life that therapy has been unable to help me overcome, and that is playing on my intelligence. If you want to see me lose all composure and get physical with somebody and knock the S-H-I-T out of them, tell me the sky is red when I'm obviously looking at it and it's blue. This story has more holes in it than Jussie Smiley getting it, setting them boys up. Uh, to mangle his booty outside that subway. Okay, first and foremost, you're on sedatives, right? Okay, fine, let's run with the, you're on sedatives and this is not how you and your husband live your lives. But then you have to explain why your sons so casually use the language and there was no response, there was no pause, there was no correction, there was no upset, there was no anything from Anyone, if this is not language that you guys commonly use in your home, and then to just I was sedated. Uh, was you sedated with damn horse tranquilizer? I mean, listen, we all take a little ambient a little piece of Xanax from here and there. It <laughs> never, ever made me racist. It's made me horny. It's made (laughs) me talkative. It's made me invite two or three gentlemen callers over. But it has never made me racist. And the carcassity of it all. The thing I love the most is mama told us, she said, I will take unpaid leave, but I am not resigning. I'm here for it. I love it. I I, want to be white so bad so I could just walk through life and just tell people what the hell I am and ain't gonna do. She said she taking unpaid leave, but she is not resigning.
0: There is a lot to say about that white part. Like you just you don't ask for permission. You just say, What I'm gonna need you to do is and what's gonna uh, happen is, and that's what you do. And I just love I love it. <laughs> I, I do that sometimes. Al, well, what do you think?
1: I, I, I don't love it. Uh this this I, I think this is just what Trump did. And no one said no to him. It's it's really sad. Let me tell you what's so troubling about this particular story. She's an officer of the court, okay, in a town where 32% of the population are African Americans, and 80% of the criminal cases that went through her court were African Americans. Right. She 80% of the cases that she tried were African Americans because she does criminal law, right? Now she is supposed to exercise 100% racial parity without judgment. And we can clearly see that she does not do that, right, well, from, this, from this incident. But let me tell you what really pissed me off. What really pissed me off is, I don't know if y'all remember this, but in Louisiana in 2019, there was an African-American female judge that worked in her, not in her district, but near her district. Uh, this judge's district that they made her resign because she made a comment about Louisiana having the highest number of uh, incarcerated African-Americans. For that statement, they made her resign and they recused her from 300 of her criminal cases. Where are all the prosecutors? Where are all the attorney generals that had the same attitude for that African-American judge to get her job uh, taken from her now that we know that this Louisiana judge not only is exercising racial, in, you know, racism, but she's not been a good officer of the court. I need the same energy here.
0: And to piggyback on top of that, you're a judge. Okay. Let's call a spade a spade. Okay. It was a black man that she saw. Okay. Uh, and you do use the word and you're a judge. So you're supposed to be about the truth. You lie. You're just a liar right. you, That's uh, right. on top of everything else. Like racist, non-racist. Impo- you're a liar. And you're ju- you're you have one job is to seek the truth into sentence, seeking the truth. Like you're about to se- You're about right. truth. So you're sitting here lying to our face about this, this drug. A sedative makes me happy and lazy and peaceful i just want to like lean on someone and fall asleep or whatever it don't make me crunk like she was in that video and if you were really out of character your little raggedy ass kids would have been like mom you no. like you don't ever i don't hear you talking like this um, ever it right, rocked with right. it nobody batted a goddamn eye. missed me with the bullshit, right. white lady and i'm tired of this and like you said and to your point al i'm so tired of these double standards in the south i can't believe i'm living in the south with this nonsense where one person does Crime A, and they get this, and a black person does it, and they get five years for something that should be a misdemeanor. It's so obnoxious and it's a slap in the face. And we didn't know before, America is full of crap when it comes to black people, and they could not, they can't be making it any clearer than they are now that they don't F with us. They just don't.
2: You want to know what's baffling to me, too? What just, I, I just, You know, I'm so fascinated by the psychology of racist white people. I really am. Because they enjoy the privilege and the power. But one thing that is like kryptonite to them is being labeled racist. Like they will go above and beyond. That is the absolute worst thing you can call a racist white person is racist. This woman is trying to go on a whole camp. I'm I'm telling you, this woman has probably been shunned in her community. She's been kicked off the PTA and all these things, despite the fact that everybody in the damn PTA probably don't sat around and use the same doggone language with her. They don't want the title, but they want the privilege and the power that comes along with it.
0: And stop blaming drugs for these incidents and these outbursts that don't do that. We know drugs. (laughs) <laughs> we know that
2: and and Al, let me ask you a question: Is isn't this grounds though to have the DOJ go back and review all? Well, right, the right. Case? Well, that's what they
1: did with the African American judge. They 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 refused three hundred criminal cases that she was on. But I don't think it's right. going to happen to her. I don't
2: it's think it's going to happen to her. It has to. You you, you I, did not tell me that a judge can say this. And that there's no speculation of unfair sentencing based on race. Has to be. We got to
0: keep our foot on their necks. That's right. We got to keep our foot on their necks and not be mad for this week and be mad at something else next week. That's what we do wrong. And and
1: great job, Tamika Mallory, Sean King, all of you guys keeping your foot on their necks around this. Good job.
0: Let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more TGIF. All right, guys and uh, soulmates, welcome back to TGIF. I really want to hear your thoughts on this story. Uh, Brandy Davis, the principal of the LeBron James back to I Promise School, resigned after putting those paws on an 11-year-old boy after he used cuss words to describe the unkept state of the boy's bathroom. He probably wasn't lying. The child sent his mother a text asking her to pick him up and told her what happened. His mother said Davis reached out to her and admitted to slapping her son in the lunch line. The 11-year-old was left with a busted lip. What are your thoughts on this incident? And what would you do if a teacher slapped your kid to the point where the kid had a busted lip for cussing? You
2: know, the, the comedic side of me, and I did an Instagram post on this, was like, before I even knew the details, I asked the question. I said, was the principal black? And my home?" <laughs> yeah, and I said, well, if she was black, I don't even need to know the details. That child was being too sassy, and he probably right. deserved to be slapped, okay? Ha, 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 ha. Let's get a quick laugh out of it, right? The reality of the situation is educators should not be putting their hands on people's children. We know that, point blank, period. You parents out there, y'all doing a horrible job raising these kids. And I, and, and, and and granted, I'm not a parent and y'all going to attack me for that. I don't have no kids, whatever the case may be. But what I do know is that kids were not as disrespectful years ago. Kids were not as disrespectful in the 80s and the 90s as they are now. There is mm-hmm. no way in mm-hmm. hell I would have ever looked my school principal in the mouth and said somebody shit it in the urinal. I would have never had the audacity to say that to an adult. And and these parents, y'all need to sit back and ask yourselves, what are y'all doing as a collective and what are y'all not doing in the home that y'all children don't have no respect for adults? Now, the Mm -hmm. principal should have called home and let the mama come slap his ass. She was dead wrong and she should resign. But these kids are getting out of control. They're too mm-hmm, damn sassy. Mm-hmm, and in the words of my grandma, mm-hmm, they're too mouthy. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm an educator and I've, I've been in the classroom. I've come from a family of educators. Let's unpack this whole thing. I, I think there's more to this story. I don't think she slapped him because he said that. She knows that she's the principal of LeBron James School that gets media coverage Everywhere, everybody knows this school in every all eyes it's just like oprah winfrey 's um, leadership academy. I think that that something else happened. He did something else to garner her response to where she 's putting not only her job on the line but she is also uh, uh, jeopardizing lebron james legacy that he 's building around education. Q is right. These young kids nowadays, they come from a whole new generation. They do not respect their elders. They do not respect authority. And what's so funny is neither do the parents of these new age kids. So I'm like Q, we need to have a conference and I need to know more about this story. And hopefully this principal will share because I know for a fact that she would not put her job on the line if someone who's complaining about a dirty bathroom. I know that we're never supposed to touch these kids, but these new age kids, they come in with a whole different attitude. And I'm going to tell you plenty of time and I teach on a college level. I want to choke some of them and slap them my damn self. But I think there's something more to this story. And I want to hear more because I don't think she would have done it just because he said the bathroom was dirty.
0: I'm going to broaden it out to not just teachers and parents and kids. We have a problem with society right now where people are just not polite to each other. We don't show any grace. We're not polite. I'm right. You're wrong. I don't give a damn about your feelings. And people have never been so proud to be rude as they are right now. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. across the board. No one respects anyone anymore. And okay. I think we we have a we have a decaying society when it comes to class, tact, cooth. People and there's no shame anymore. There's absolutely no shame. No one's embarrassed at anything anymore because guess what? Even bad press is good press. I never believed that. Me neither. But, it is to me.
1: But, but Claudia, let me also tell you this. Also, the parents come in with the guns. Like when I was coming through, I had to prove to my mother that I was right. I couldn't just call and text her and say, "Oh, the principal slapped me." My mother would be like, "What did you do?" Right? Like, you, you didn't just get slapped because you were you were nice. Like these parents nowadays don't ask any questions. They come straight to the authority and
2: tell them that they're wrong. So, I mean, I think you're right. I think and, we need to do some recalibrating. And, and, and to your point, Al, you know, I remember coming up, you know, you see kids running in the grocery store and it was customary for another adult to say, stop running in the store. Right. And they stop. Now the kids cuss you out. And the mamas mama's too. You on aisle five asking you what you said to their child and trying to fight you in the granola aisle. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You you can't tell these damn kids nothing. It's
0: it's it's kids raising kids and being friends with your kids. So there's no level of respect there. You're calling your mom Pam or whatever. You're not even calling. You know what I mean? It's no mom thing. Crack babies, lean babies. And it's sad because, like,
2: I see young teenagers all the time, especially young black boys. I'll be, you know, in the line at Burger King or McDonald's and they'll be cutting up. And I'd be wanting to say something. I'd be i be trying to find nice subtle ways that won't upset them. But I'd be scared they're going to jump me and put it on world star hip hop. So you just end up oh, no. keeping your mouth closed beca- for your own safety. And that's the world that we live in, that everybody's scared to correct someone because of their safety.
0: Speaking of keeping their mouths closed, this person is nuts. Okay, real quick, let's get this last story. And Ben Affleck opened up about his rela- why his relationship with Jennifer uh, Lopez uh, fell apart in 2004. Ben said, I would say media attention was about 50% of what destroyed our relationship. He continued with the idea that people hate you and they hate you together and that being together is poison and ugly and toxic and the thing none of us want to be a part of and who the F would want to have them to dinner? And what the F are they doing together? Does the media, specifically social media, ruin a lot of relationships? And what are you thinking? Is, is Ben Affleck taking a page from the Jada and Will Smith book of relationship talk by just spilling tea? I, J-Lo is apparently not happy about this.
2: Ben Affleck is full of SHRT. <laughs> you can't Google Oprah and Steadman right now and find a single picture of them out to dinner in a drive through You can't Google Janet Jackson right now and find a single picture of her out to dinner with a man on a date, holding hands, walking through the park. You can't Google and find Beyonce in Target. You can stay out of the media if you want to. You and J-Lo both were media whores. You were an alcoholic. Okay. That's why your relationship fell apart. She couldn't deal with you in that damn Tennessee whiskey. All right. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, be, don't be around here putting it on the media. That is just such a lazy ass
0: cop out. What do you think, Elm? Um...
1: Claudia, I think you're right on this. Mr. Ben Affleck, you better chill out. You better keep it sexy now and stop playing in the media and press talking about you and J Lo because J Lo don't play these games. And we hear that she is quite upset that he shared these stories. He better get his ass, he better chill out because she will put you back on the streets, buddy, because J Lo does not like bad press. And, and we then know you
2: say the press was the issue, but now you run into the press. Like make right. it make sense.
1: And, and we know she don't mess around
0: and then there was a story there was it was this JLo thing then there was a jennifer garner situation with his ex-wife right. he said he became an alcoholic. basically he drank because he was in that He's relationship. with relationship.
2: yeah that's it, what happens you know, it, it, it's funny um this right here is evidentiary to me that him and JLo, i don't think they're going to last um because you you are showing an inability to be accountable you know what I'm saying? Oh, Jennifer, I'm, mm. I'm stuck in a marriage. You didn't even have no damn children with that woman. What was you stuck in?
0: Blaming your wife for making you into an alcoholic when you could just leave is one of the most weak things I've heard in a long time. Like, just say you had a problem with alcohol and maybe you were difficult to be around. You know, that's, and that's also mm. mean to do to the mother of your kid. Like, oh, I you made me mm. a drunk. Oh, you no, can have a kid, kid with her. her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well,
2: Either way, people get divorced every two. day. More than one, every day. What was you stuck in? And you got money. What were you stuck in?
0: All right, y'all. Moving on, because it's the season to be jolly. Let's play a holiday game of Emoji Me This, the Christmas song edition. There was no music. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for a thing. No, Christ. (laughs) <laughs> <was born here.
2: laughs>
0: all Uh, right, y'all. Uh, I'll show you an emoji that describes a okay. Christmas song, and I want you to try to guess the song. Are you ready to play? Let's do it. All right, first okay. up, guess this holiday song from the emojis. Let's guess it. Drama Boy. There it is. Drama Boy.
2: I'm going to get all of these because you know I don't like the Christmas. Right.
1: Are you sure, though? Oh, okay, next. Nathan.
0: Let's get this next. This next one.
1: What you got, guys? Boy, see, girl, love. Uh, I saw I mommy, mommy kissing, kissing Santa, Santa Claus. Claus.
0: Okay. All right. That was on. the
1: Michael Jackson one I love. Get
0: the next one.
1: Emotion, Run, Force. Sound, Liga. Mountain. Um, I don't
2: know that one. What's that one? Claudia, what's that one? Go Hotel. tell it on the mountain. That's, that's, that's a Christmas song.
0: Okay. All right. Let's get this next holiday song. Mm. And I thought
2: that's what it was,
0: but Santa, baby. Baby. Okay. What about this last one?
2: Rudolph red, the red right Reindeer. Nose
1: reindeer. <laughs> Had a very shiny nose. CQ, <laughs> you're not such a Scrooge.
2: I mean, I know <laughs> the elementary ones. Oh, <laughs> well, fellas, we
0: had a fun. Oh, quick.
1: Uh-oh. What's that? Go, don't monkey
2: stuff. Style
0: at night. Wow. How okay you get that. I want to uh, thank my co hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Don for joining me tonight. We had a fun time, per usual. uh Thank you so much yeah. for watching us on YouTube. We got it together. Stay tuned. We've got the house. That's all coming up next. Bye, fellas. Have a, a good weekend. Cuba, Q- right, oh, we're here too. about your lovers this nice. <laughs>